everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. How are you? Well, we have an exciting episode today. Um, Definitely, we're both movie fans, and um, this movie is um, going to be released December 3rd, but, um, you know, it's just got, like, all the components, uh, something for everyone, I feel like. Yeah, cool. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing about it for sure. Yes, and we have uh, one of the co-stars, too, for our guest today. So let's just get right into the interview. Today we have with us Michael DeVorzon. Michael, welcome to Backstory Sessions. We're so happy to have you as a guest. Thanks, Kat. Thanks for having me, Matt. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. So, in your backstory, I guess I was intrigued because you have an unusual beginning for your backstory in that, uh, if I understand it correctly, your baby shower uh, was in the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> uh, you did your research. Yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's that one thing of trivia, yes. Um, uh, you are correct. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm imagining, you know, there's probably been some other people that could say they have that backstory, but, you know, not a whole lot. That's um, a really interesting place to begin, so to speak. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I mean, and the irony of that is, is I have never made it back to the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) 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 That was the... You know, I mean, as a young adult, all I wanted to do was go to the play play ranch. I think I, you know, got around the perimeter, you know, a couple of times. The closest I got was when I was on my mom's stomach and her baby <laughs> shower was thrown by by Barbie Benton, uh, and uh, and you know, I was there uh, living it up, and I never made it back. You think they? Yeah, you, you think they'd invite you? Like... Yeah, I know. I I should have had some kind of credentials after that, right? I, I mean, like I... you know, hey. You know, I mean, hey, I was baby shower. I was in my mom's belly when I was there. Is it count for something? Right. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think of these things. I should. I should have been a little, <laughs> a little more clever. You know? Well, I mean, it definitely should be a full circle kind of story. So you should get back there at some point. I agree. Like so. Um, but so you grew up in L.A. basically. Um, Actually, I grew up in Santa Barbara, but I was oh, okay. born in L.A. All right. I was born, uh, yeah, I was born in Los Angeles, and um, and my dad was in the entertainment business, but he wanted to get out of town, and I think part of it was just when I was born, he kind of wanted to, uh, you know, raise his his, uh, his child, and now we there's three of us now, three brothers now, but... Um, at the time, I, he just wanted to get out of town, I think, you know, and so he uh, picked us up, my mom, my dad, and myself, and we moved to Santa Barbara. And uh, 
all his buddies thought he was was insane. They're like, "You're moving to where? What? what? There's nobody there." You know, <laughs> you, know. <clears throat> you know. Now it's it's turned into this you know uh, really incredible place. Um, but at the time, everybody thought he was nuts. So yeah, I grew up most of my life in Santa Barbara, and I moved back to LA in the uh, mid '90s. And so, as you were saying, you you come from a, a talented dad, but your mom was talented, your grandparents. So you're um, definitely no stranger to talent as far as your family history, it looked like. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say it's it's in the blood. Um, my, my grandfather was um, a singer and a musician. Uh, with Fruity Valley and the Connecticut Yankees, and, and uh, they were on the road all the time. And then my dad uh, uh, got into the music business, and he was a very successful songwriter and uh, music composer. Um, and my mom moved to L.A. from Mississippi, and she came at her, and she started working as a school teacher, and she started, uh, she started modeling, and she started doing commercials, and she had a lot of success uh, doing that. And um, so, yeah, it was really interesting growing up, um, the people that were around, you know, um, I was so young, uh, was, you know, some of them I didn't know, but, um, and some of them I did know, but there, there would be a lot of people in the, in the movie business um, coming to the house. And, and um, I always like to tell the story that, you know, I was eight years old, <clears throat> my little brother was five and a half right so it was, so it was the two of us and and rocky one had come out and you know we had never seen anything like it you know we're in the movie theater you know going crazy you know rooting for rocky come on and dad and he's gonna lose <laughs> what's gonna happen take it you know and uh uh it was just great obviously i mean it's one of the the great movies of all time and um Shortly after that, one day, the doorbell rang, and it was Sylvester Stallone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he walked in the house, and we were sitting in the living room, and I look up. I'm eight years old, and it's it's Rocky. And I think, this this can't be. This this this, this can't be. You know? <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting, and music was a big part of uh, – you know, life of oh, music's always been a, a big, a big, important thing for me. And my dad was always making music in the house, so it was just a big part of the thing. We would hear what he was writing, and um, and, and he would you know, call us into his office, and we'd all listen together as a family. And um, um, so, yeah, that's a little about what it was like growing up. What what kind of uh kind of music was he writing i mean was it popular stuff or um well, he's most well known for um uh, nadia's theme which he won a grammy for oh okay all right yeah yeah um and he also was nominated for an academy award for bless the beast of the children which was performed by the carpenters um but he's done everything. He had a long. He um, he started as a songwriter, just getting songs placed with different different artists, and then he uh, started a record label, which he um, later sold to Warner Brothers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he took off for, to Europe for a few years. And when he came back, he decided, let me give a, let me give a shot at, the, at doing scores for movies and TV shows. So he did theme from SWAT and he did the theme from the Warriors, the movie and, and, um, mm, cool. and a whole lot of other stuff, um, in the city with uh, Joe Walsh. He wrote that was it was the Eagles ended up recording that. Yeah. So it was really a wide range of, of, of stuff as far as style. Some of it was funky. He did stuff with, um, uh, with James Brown and he, and, um, wow. other, other artists. So wide, wide range of stuff from rock and roll to funk, um, cool to, to beautiful ballads. And, and, uh, are you, do you play any instruments or? Uh, I wish I stuck with it. You know, as a kid, um, I, you know, we, we had to play the piano and, uh, you know, and, and, and take guitar lessons, et cetera. And, right. uh, and, and I kind of liked it, you know, and I was a big Beethoven fan. I, I had a, <clears throat> I had a little statue of Beethoven that was on the piano and I would sit there as a young kid playing Moonlight Sonata. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, I was very versed in the classics and, and some contemporary stuff. And I played the guitar, um, and I was really into it and I was always on the cutting edge with music, but I was also kind of a rebel. And so I didn't like the idea that I had to do this. Right. Um, so at some point I said, uh, I'm not going to go do this. I'm going to go skateboarding and surfing with the bad boys. Yeah. Yeah, Which went over real well with mom and dad. Uh, but, um, you know, after all these years, music is in my blood. That's just something I know. And, uh, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I have an ear for music. I love it. It moves me. And, um, I, I actually did during the pandemic. I started writing a song. Um, I started coming up with different ideas for songs, and so I'm in the process of writing a song with my little brother, who's a songwriter, cool, and a producer. And uh, how's that going? Yeah, uh, that song is. I mean, we've kind of we stopped to kind of put it on the shelf a, a few months ago, but it's it's got some potential. Cool, it's got some potential. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I started uh, during the pandemic, you know, as it was, it was like so much time alone. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, for me, I have to be, you know, be careful too much time alone. Uh, and, and I think all of us, but I started waking up in the middle of the night with ideas for songs, melodies. Mm-hmm. And I started recording them in my iPhone. That's awesome. And I told my mom, she's like, oh, you're just like your dad. That's what he, that's what he does. <laughs> and, you know, I've never done that before. You know, I've never done that, but I would wake up with these, with these ideas, with these melodies. And then I would, I would sing them into my, my phone. And then I would, you know, I would send a couple over to my little brother. Hey, that, this is, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. so that's a dream of mine, you know, just to, just to do, as an artist, as a human being, as someone who loves music, is to is to you know write a song, record it. Don't don't have any plans of you know doing anything professionally, with, right. you know, in that in that area. But that's just something uh, a bucket list thing. I want to do that. Mm, that's cool. Well, it's really interesting too with your brother to um, you know to be able to co-write um, songs that way. That's interesting too. Um. Do do one of you uh, more lyric driven and the other one uh, the music or how does that work? 
Um, well, so yeah, I would come up with the melody and um, like on the one we decided to work on, first we started with uh, this one melody that, that I'd uh, come up with and we kind of started playing around with that, trying to build a song around that. Um, and then something else came out of that, a new, uh, a new melody. And, and then it was like, okay, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to push the other one aside, maybe, maybe somewhere down the road. And we got to focus on this new one. Cause I think this new one is really hidden. Um, and, and, and then as far as the lyrics, um, God, that's a good question. I, you know, let's see. Yeah. With, with the lyrics, um, I think I was like starting it off cause I was humming it and I was kind of just using just basic words that might work or might not. And then we just kind of took that and started to finesse it. Um, and because my brother's a lot more musical than I am, as far as his ability to be on the keyboards and stuff like that, as we had, we had our melody and then he would kind of put something down. Okay, great. Okay. Where do we go from there? And, um, so I would say we were, we were both collaborating on it, you know, as far as what this, what this verse might be, what that line might be. And, and um, musically, once I gave him the melody, um, either I would have an idea that I could hum that it should go from here to here and that he would take that and translate it because I couldn't translate it. He would translate it into music and I would go, yes, that's great. Or, or it's not quite, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It's not quite there, but let's, and he would kind of dial it back. And uh, that's kind of how it was, how it was going. That's cool. Yeah. I'll be very, uh, very interested. So, hear how that turns out so maybe we'll hear that someday it's it's got a real Coldplay vibe to it um and it's kind of rocking too it, it's got some kind of hard rocking moments and a little bit of Coldplay that goes back and forth it's so uh, so he's, write, he's writing a lot of great stuff so i was honored that he thought it was it uh, had potential anybody you'd like to see play on that <laughs> uh well, I don't know. At the, when the time comes, maybe you know, reach out, reach reach out to some to some friends and uh, yeah. and see and see who might you know uh, be interested. Mm -hmm. um, um. So, do you have you shared it with your dad? Does um. Does he know that you're writing it together? Or. Yeah, I I mentioned it to my dad. Um, it's it's too early, you know, to to play it for him um yeah i would i would wait till it was further along before we played it for him and maybe sure. saw what he thought and maybe if he had any ideas um so is he well, how not yet that, how does acting then um come into play for you i know you uh, the moment with sylvester stallone there must have been a really um interesting but did you have um did you already want to be an actor before that? Um, I don't think at that point, um, but sh maybe shortly around that time or maybe around, you know, nine or 10 years old. Um, um, ironically enough, what made me want to be an actor was Peter Sellers in the old Pink Panther movies. Mm. 
Oh, wow. I know that's surprising, and I'm in this action movie. <laughs> Acting very serious. <laughs> but, but you know, the Peter Sellers in the Pink Panther movies and Jackie Gleason in the Smokey and the Bandit, those are the movies that made me want to be an actor. <laughs> I, I thought, this is genius, what these guys are doing. And I, I want to do, I, you know, I just somewhere in there, I thought, God, this would be incredible. Yeah, Gleason was, he was, oh, he was so good in that movie. Yeah, Sheriff P for T Justice yeah. of the Law. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I, as a child, I watched those movies over and over again. The Pink Panther movies and the Smoking Banner movies. Hmm. Over and over again, over and over again. And I would walk around doing imitations of uh, and uh, Jackie Gleason is sheriff, people do justice of the law. And I, you know, and that, and I would walk around like I knew all the scenes, I would do the accents, I would, uh, and you know, I was just obsessed with them. So I think that's when the, the, the seed was planted. Um, that I thought, God, that would be an incredible, um, journey to to be an actor and to do something like they did so from there i went on and i did some plays in elementary school and i had no idea what i was doing i was a very young kid and i did the music man i did a couple of other things and and people seemed to think i had a knack for it um a natural a natural uh talent and, um, but you know, I was a young kid and I didn't know what was going on and I just kind of went on with life and, and I thought maybe someday, some way in the future, you know, I'll, I'll be an actor, you know, and I'll do what Peter does. And, mm. <laughs> and, and uh, um, so as a young man, I, I got a call to go down and meet with, uh, the producers of the TV show Melrose Place and, uh, and to interview for a job. Um, to work in the production office as a PA and learn that whole side, and and um and I got the gig. How old and, were you then? Uh, twenty three. Okay. Yeah. And um, so I spent three seasons um on that on that show, you know, and uh, you know, we all became like family. You, know, you spend more time with the. Uh, you spend more time with the cast and crew on a, on a TV show than you do with your own family or your friends or your roommates. Or So, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm driving out to Santa Clarita Studios and and that was my home. And that was my introduction to, uh, you know, to Hollywood. And it was really exciting and it was a lot of fun and, and there was a lot of love on set. And, um, Ironically enough, you know, that's uh, Patrick Muldoon, who's the lead of this movie, Deadlock, uh, was on that show for a season. He came on, I believe, the second year that I was there. And, you know, he was such a great guy and he was so cool and he was so down to earth. And I just, I, I idolized them. I just thought they're, they're so great, these actors, and they're so cool and they're so... Mm -hmm. Like they're really doing it, you know. And I still had that dream, you know, of being an actor. Um, so that's when I first met Patrick. And uh, you know, after three seasons on on, on the show, I, uh, you know, I did my first first role uh, on that show, ironically enough. And uh, from there, I decided, you know, I'm I'm going to go on and and 
and try to do this thing. And uh, that kind of started the journey into acting. You did like uh, 90210, I think I saw, and uh, what were some of the other things you're on? Uh, let's see. Let me go to my IMDb page. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's I can, been I can, a lot. <laughs> I couldn't remember off the top of my head. No, nah, uh, you're uh, fine. You're right. No, I did 90210. Um, uh, I did Melrose Plays. And. Um, Kind of mainly been focusing on movies now for a while. So I did yeah. that uh, soap opera Passions. I was on that. I did that comedy TV show Son of a Beach. I was on Charmed. Right. Um, Sarah, you're you're you were on some pretty high level, you know, recognizable things. I mean, Melrose Place. I remember was like, holy crap, <laughs> that was like a really popular show. 90210 and all of those uh, that's awesome and to be 23 on something like that that must have been uh, quite an interesting time for you it was indeed definitely <laughs> well, I'm curious like um, is it do you prefer being a part of a series that's you know ongoing character uh, or do you like movies more so um i would do either uh you know i i think there's some great tv out there and i think it would be really interesting to be part you know uh of, of a cast and kind of see the evolution of that ongoing mm -hmm. over the course of a season or multiple seasons that that could be really an interesting you know, uh, dive into a character and to the different storylines and stuff like that. And you really get to, um, you know, you get to know these actors that get to know each other over a course of, not over a course of, you know, a month and over a course of a year or more. And, and that that can really be something powerful that, that, working with each other, getting to know each other and the flexibility and kind of, um, but my answer to your question is, is that when the phone rings, whatever is in my path, you know, <laughs> that that's what I'm going with right now. And what's been going, what's been arriving in my path has been movies. Right. Um, as of, as of recently. So yeah, I've done seven, seven movies in the last two years and, and, uh, you know, I'm just going with the flow, you know, I'm going with the flow of the river and, and, and just, uh, you know, really grateful for the opportunities and um, um, film film is great in a lot of ways because it's, it's 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 different. Yeah, you can. I mean, a lot of times in TV, well, TV's changed now. I mean, historically, TV, um, you know, moved at such a blistering pace, and I'm sure some shows still do, but they're you know almost like major motion pictures now. A lot of the TV shows, mm -hmm. so you have more time. You used to never have time in TV. You had to get it quick. You had to get it right away. So, um, so that would usually be the the thought is is in films you're going to have more time, which is not necessarily true. <laughs> not necessarily true. I've done some films. I'm telling you, man, we were shooting so fast to make your head spin. I said, this is impossible. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, are you guys out of your mind? <laughs> we were not going to be, you know. And then I'm just like. 
you're just thrown into the ring, you know, and it's, it, it is a skill set to be able to, um, uh, to be able to get through that much material and that many scenes in a day, mm-hmm. in two days, in a week, you know. Um, so what's the process like? Uh, you get the call, uh, you, you know, agree to take a part. Then uh, how do you start preparing from there? Uh, yeah, so as, as soon as I... As soon as I, I get the part and they send me the script, uh, I'll just read the script through once, you know, pretty quickly, just to get a, get an idea of the whole story and see uh, where my character fits into the story. Um, then I might read it a second time, not taking any notes or doing anything, and then. When I come back to it a third time, I'll start to focus in on the scenes. Um, and uh, I will start to try to make choices uh, based on what's going on, based on where the character is in his in his arc of the story. Um, and I'll just kind of take it one scene at a time, you know, I'll, I'll just focus on that scene and spend some time on that. I'm, I'm figuring out what I'm, what I might want to do with that and, um, and start to familiarize myself more with the dialogue. And then I'll keep reading to kind of see where the story goes. Oh, it goes here. It goes there. Okay. Now it comes back to here. What's, what's going on. And I'll just kind of break down each scene. Um, that's that's how I start, and um, um, I may do some character development. You know, like where is this guy from? Um, how old is he? Does he have a mom and dad? And you know, um, is is he? You know, is he adopted? Did he come from <clears throat> a, a poor family? Did he come from a wealthy family? Uh, does he have friends? You know, is he married? Was he married? Did, mm. did he did he did he lose his wife in a tragic accident? I mean, uh, um, did she run off with his best friend? <laughs> and just kind of do some do some do some character development. You know, um, you know, did he did he win the lottery and then lose it all? Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just some different stuff to kind of anchor the character. How um, much how much latitude do you get typically to? like put your own spin on a character. I mean, I know that they're written pretty specifically, um, but like how much latitude do you get to kind of make it your own? So when you say make it your own, you mean with the, with the dialogue? Yeah. Well, I mean with the character, I guess. With um, the character? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I think where, where if you're if you're lucky enough to have some flexibility the flexibility comes in the dialogue okay um it comes in the in the having some flexibility to improvise to play around with the dialogue but as far as the character <clears throat> it's kind of you know it's it's pretty much set like let's yeah. just take a, a, like three of the last films i did like her deadly groom he's a very charming romantic lead who's really a psychopath so 
I can't, you know, I mean, I, 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 I can play that different ways, but, um, yeah. but it was kind of set. He was going to be in the V-neck sweater with the collared shirt, looking mm-hmm. very proper, you know, and then he was going to be killing people in other scenes. Um, and the flexibility that I had was, uh, you know, how did I want to, how did I want to deliver those lines and, and the flexibility of, of, of playing around with the lines a little bit. Um, or in the case of Fast and Fierce Death Race, where he's, you know, he's, he's the hero, he's kind of a badass, uh, older brother. Mm-hmm. A lot, they put you in the clothes, you know, you see, you know, the wardrobe has its place. Like you put, you see me in the clothes and then you're like, okay, I got this guy. It, it's, it's, um, yeah uh it's yeah and the same with deadlock it's like you see what they dressed me in the blue shirts yeah yeah the the, the blue shirt and the the khakis you know i was just like not my kind of clothes but okay it, it, it fits that character you know like it fits that character um so I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to have the flexibility to be able to play around with the dialogue. And that's the, that to me is, you know, the most important thing. Now, if the character is doing something that I'm diabolically opposed to, or that I don't think is a good idea and I have a good relationship with the director mm-hmm. you know, or somebody, you know, you, that, that option might be there to, to mention that, Hey, you know, I'm not sure about, this this choice right where where he does this particular thing <clears throat> well i think this would be a good um place to talk about deadlock um so i of course because it isn't out yet so we don't want to give away any um spoilers or anything like that but um you know i i found myself um like looking at the ethical dilemmas <laughs> in this movie uh, and, and and I felt kind of torn. Uh, I was back and forth on, you know, like what my mind knew was the right thing, but my heart, you know, kind of like sympathized with um, Bruce Willis's character for a bit. Um, and then I kind of felt bad for like sympathizing with him. So um, I don't know. Did you... I, did you look at this film in that way as like being torn with who was really right? Mm. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. And, and as an audience member, I think that's great. I think that's, that's great. I, uh, See, for my character, my, you know, my intention, my goal had to be, you know, to try to stop what was happening. Right. If I had any chance to do that and to try to uh, minimize the ongoing escalation of of damage and, and you know, um, um, an injury taking place to people. So, um so as far as that character, yeah, I don't, um, and I don't think he knows until I'm trying to think when, when they bring in the officer and he gets him to admit to the whole thing, that's when he, 
that would have been the opportunity where he knew. Otherwise, he didn't know. Right? Nobody, nobody knows until that point. Mm. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't know. Maybe if maybe if I, I, I had the time to go back and, and do one of those scenes after that moment with that in mind, you know, what have I done? But here's the thing. The guy's... Yeah, I mean, he's his actions are pretty extreme, so it's yes. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to be like, um, you know, I know what you're going through. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> yeah. it was yeah, it, and it's really hard to discuss because it isn't out yet. So, um, you know, I, so I'll just um say that 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 is one of the things that went through my mind was. Uh, what a dilemma to be in as a parent, um, you know, just the mm. situation that he found him in and, he, you know, and, and it, he does terrible things as a result of that. But there was part of me that could understand um, what he must be feeling and what must be driving him to... Um, to the way he was feeling maybe not the actions but it, it was definitely a movie that kept me going back and forth in my mind with that and um did you i mean the timing of it seems like it couldn't be more perfect as far as you know just this being a really relevant uh time for this type of situation um, to be released in a movie um Yeah, I agree. I, and yes, and, and going back to the ethical dilemma. Yeah, I, I agree. As a, as a human being, it's, you know, we you you always say, "Oh, I would never do that." You know, "Oh, I would never do that." But you can't be sure of what you know you would do because, and this is, yeah, it's it's the stakes are really high, and and uh, um, you know, like you said, it's that's not easy, you know, lose, losing a child. Um, and so, yeah, I get, I get that part. And also as far as the, the timely nature of it. Yeah. I, I, I hope that it's time, you know, and I hope, um, um, you know, I hope it has, it has an impact on people. I hope it entertains people. I hope there's some lesson in there, you know, um, uh, always looking for the lesson, you know, where, where, where is the lesson? Well, the, you know, there's some funny moments as well. Um, so I, I really do feel like it's, it's a movie that has a lot to offer, no matter if you like the, you know, the action part of it or just uh, ethical, you know, if you're one of those, like thinking back and forth on that or, you know, there's just a lot going on in it, a lot of talent, too. Um so uh, what was it like to, to film this? Because um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, death and <laughs> terrible things like that, too. So uh, what is it like to to be a part of a, a film like this? I, I approached it just like any other film that, that I've, I've approached. Um uh, this one did come up very quickly. 
um, everything came came together. I got the call and I was on I was on a plane. I think it, you know less than forty eight hours later, to Georgia, and uh, so you know I'm immediately in the script. I'm on the plane. I'm reading the script. I get there. I don't know what's going. I don't know. You know, am I am I going to be shooting as soon as I get there? I got to be prepared. I don't know what I'm shooting. You know, yet because. It's, it's literally like you're, you're on, we're getting on a plane. Uh, so the stakes were really high. I mean, uh, it's a, it's a Bruce Willis movie, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a bona fide legend, you know? Uh, and, uh, and when I heard Pat was, was, was in it, I was, I was just thrilled, uh, thrilled to have him on there as a, as a, a really gifted actor. And also <clears throat> because I hadn't seen him since the nineties. <laughs> it was so crazy, you know. I mean, it was just so surreal. And I remember my first day walking on set, and he walks over, and I, I called out his name, and he's like, and he, and he stopped, and he's like, I know that voice. And, uh, <laughs> Slowly, I turned. I was like, man, it's, it's been 16 years, buddy, but here we are. Man. <laughs> I'm really honored, you know. So um, that was just that was one of those full circle moments, you know. I never. I never thought in a million years I'd be doing a movie with him, and and uh, and so that's 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 how that happens. So yeah, working on this film, um, uh, you had to stay flexible and fluid because things were changing a lot, and um, it was a really great team of uh, of actors and uh, and the director Jared Cohen, who's, who I've worked with a number of times. And everybody was so cool and so down to earth and so grounded. And we had a lot of work to do and the stakes were very high. Um, and, um, we all worked together, you know, just to just one scene at a time, one moment at a time, one day at a time, let's get through this and do the best we can. And, and uh, what we were shooting the following day would come out that night, late, late at night. So, you, you know, you really had to stay prepared not just, prepared for scene a and scene d mm -hmm. but i had to study the whole script you know constantly because i had to stay flexible because i wasn't sure what scenes they were going to be doing on, on what day um but yeah they were really I, I i think i've had the opportunity of shooting on some on some great sets with great people um but this was definitely one of one of the best because the um the level of professionalism combined with humility and uh, everybody being so grounded and nobody being in their ego mm. was, was really special. Um, I didn't see that at all. It was just all real people, real artists, like, let's get this done. I like, it's cool. It's not about ego. It's, we're, you know, and, um, uh, and so I really appreciated that because, um, you know, as we were doing it, I was going, you know, I think we, we might, we could make something, we could make something great here because, you know, um, uh, so yeah, it was a blast. Um, and you know, um, when Bruce was there, of course, you know, I remember the first day when Bruce got there, um, I happened to be by, by sheer luck the first actor that got called to do a scene with him 
during the shoot. Of course, I was wanting to be the last actor. <laughs> you know I, mean? I was shitting myself. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, it's his first day. Okay, Bruce is on, is on his way to set. And they're like, okay, DeVore's on. We need you. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, me? Why me? There's, there's, look at all these other actors. <laughs> Use one of them. Let me think about myself for a while. I can't deal with it. No, I was on my way. I said, okay, well, here we go. Right into the fire, just the way I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it was, it, it was cool. I mean, I, it was, uh, it was, it was good in a way because it was like walking up the staircase to the, where that room is to do the scene. I was like, just praying God be with me and, and, you know, let me stay grounded. And, um, and then once we started working, it was cool, you know, it was, um, what, how long I ago to speak did... further to the movie, but I'll let you <clears> jump in. How long ago did you shoot this movie? I mean, was it we like... We shot this uh, at the... We started at the end of January and went into February. Oh, so this is during, you know, COVID and all that. Yeah. Yeah, we were still... Yeah, it was still... Mm-hmm. And we were filming in the middle of nowhere, but... Um, but yeah, it was still during COVID. It was... To be honest with you, it was kind of scary because, um, not scary like ah, you know, scary like yeah, not not scary like COVID scary, but like scary like when you arrived. Oh yeah, the they first thing to... that happened is, is you got tested. <laughs> all right, go and through I'm it. sitting there, and I and it wasn't just me; all the other actors, and we we're all looking at each other, wide-eyed, going, "What the." If we <laughs> if we test positive, they're gonna send us back. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was it was, it was total torture. I just thought, and when they said, oh, "Okay, you're negative, you're good," I thought, "Oh God." Thank God, thank God. <laughs> you know, you're negative, um, so go work with Mr. Willis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine that. It's like you you go to take a test, and it's gonna be if it comes up this, they're gonna be say, "Sorry, you can't work with Mr. Willis. You have to go back on the next plane." Or, right. You can stay. I mean, you know, it was, right. it was pretty intense. Hmm. So, um, were vaccines at that point people could be vaccinated? I, um, like, I, I January. I don't think so. I, 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 I'm not sure on really? the timeline with that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. Maybe you're right. I, I don't know. I felt like. I mean, I got the vaccine before I could get the vaccine, and I don't. I felt like it it, it happened in March or something. Yeah, it, that's quite possible that it, it was then. It's all like a big blur in some ways. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel like the vax so was. Long. Yeah, people weren't getting the vax at that time. I remember because it was pretty. It was a pretty intense. Yeah. They were testing so you know three days. So did you have like um, a lot of safety precautions uh, that that you hadn't had on other films just because of COVID? Like, I don't know, mask, hand sanitizers or isolation or I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like... Yeah. Uh, well, I had done, let's see, before... 
Yeah, you had, you had shot a before bunch of movies. Before that one, I had done, I, I had done before, before Deadlock, I had done two movies, one in December mm-hmm. and then one in January. Wow. So we had the, this was during the pandemic, so we had all the, the COVID protocols, you know, and everybody had to be in masks and, um, you know, talent could, only talent could take off their mask before they're going to do a scene. Yeah, and I'd have to be on the rest of the time. So I was I was a little bit uh, schooled as far as what what to expect. Um, and so yeah, the year, there was it was the same it was the same thing. We we would keep our masks on uh, until we were ready to do the scene, and then we would take the masks on and then we'd put them back on. Mm. And uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, I was basically hiding in my room every night. <laughs> no gas yeah, party. Like, I am not getting. I am not getting COVID. <laughs> but meanwhile, some people. I mean, you know, you know, it, it's it's cool. I mean, I missed out on some fun. I get you know hanging out with some of the guys and, and a night out. And like people were hanging out and doing stuff. I'm like, I'm in my room. I'm in my room doing yoga, reading my script. I'm like, I cannot be around around a bunch of people and then go in and then do a test and go, oh, sorry, you're positive. Look, we're going to cut you out of the rest of the movie. Sorry, no. I'm all <laughs> gone down in there. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I am staying with myself. I'm saying yes. I was, I was, I was a bit of a lone wolf on the shoot. <laughs> I think people, some people thought I was kind of a lunatic because I was saying to myself but you know you got to do what you got to do exactly yeah so december 3rd you excited for this uh you know they're gonna be like uh screenings and all that or what are you doing for that i haven't heard of any screenings yet okay um, but uh yeah I'm, I'm very excited and uh um yeah i'm really looking forward to it i i know uh, talked to a number of the cast members and, and we're all we're all really excited about it and, and I hope you know that the that the movie is received well and, and uh, you know and I hope I, I did the character of Smith justice and uh, yeah that's cool well I definitely think you did and I and I I really liked the movie um, you know I, again I, I thought it brought a lot of different levels Um so I think it will be well received. Are you going to uh, watch it with a group of friends, or? Um, I will probably end up watching it with a group of friends at some point. Uh, my my middle brother's birthday happens to be December third, the same day it comes out. So, oh. I, I might be on this movie. If I'm not, I will most likely be in Santa Barbara celebrating his birthday. And if I'm up there, I'll probably. Uh, watch it with my mom and my dad and my two brothers. Cool. Yeah, to start, and then yeah, there's a lot of friends that want to that want to watch it. What uh, What does your family think of your movie career? I mean, I know they're all involved in different things, and but I mean, are are you the only actor, or? Yeah, I'm the only actor. Um, and yeah, I think they're really proud of me. I mean, listen, my dad, uh, yeah, you know, he's he was a real laid back, real laid back guy as far as you know, 
if you want to do this, you know, he always supported whatever our dreams were. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think he ever wanted any of his any of his boys to go in the entertainment business. Hmm. Just Interesting. being, you know, what he what he had seen, even though he he achieved, you know, a high degree of success. Right. Um, he just didn't want to. It, it was he just didn't want to see that happen. But he would not discourage uh, us from from pursuing those dreams. And so he was he was always encouraging. And uh, um, and it's been a long, you know. I, I mean, I consider myself very much a journeyman because. Um, I've had some success and then I've had, you know, long stretches of, of not doing that much, you know, and just, you know, working commercially and I, I've done some big commercials as, as well. Right. But, and then I got into writing and I've written four feature screenplays and I wrote a TV pilot. And so I'm really focusing a lot on writing, but you know, what's happened the last two years has been kind of a, the rebirth of my acting career and, right. and I didn't expect it to happen. <laughs> um, it, what, what has happened in the last two years, you know, seven movies in the last two years, I didn't expect it to happen, but the lesson in it was I showed up even when I didn't want to show up right. two years ago. Yeah. That's what happened. Yep. I didn't want to show up for this movie and, uh, and uh, for this audition and I, you know, frankly, it kind of like gone on to doing some other stuff and was still doing some occasional work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I showed up. It was one of those moments where I just said, just, sh- just show up, just show up, just show up. And that basically getting that lead in that movie um, basically kickstarted, you know, the, the next seven or actually I just did just did my eighth a couple a couple of weeks ago wow um so it's that thing you know don't leave before the miracle happens you know keep showing up keep showing up no matter what and and so at a time when i was kind of very discouraged and and didn't really want to uh show up and 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 give it an at bat i did in spite of myself and that has has started this this great run of, uh, of acting, which is, uh, turning into a, into deadlock through, you know, out December 3rd with Bruce Willis. So I'm just, I'm really honored and I'm very grateful. And like I said, there's, there's lessons, these, these little pearls of, of insight that I get of like, I almost didn't show up for that on <laughs> You know, I mean, I was going to sleep know, in that like, day. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, I was really not, I was really fighting it, so, um, so they're happy, of course, mom's thrilled, you know, mom's always, oh my god, you're so good, I'm like, mom, stop, you're just saying have a good time, your son, no, 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 I'm serious, you are, okay, I kind of believe you, but, (laughs) and your brothers are like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, my, and my brothers are cool, yeah, they're really supportive, and, uh, that's good, um, so yeah, I'm just having fun with it. I honestly, I'm not taking it too seriously. I I I don't take it lightly. I'm I'm incredibly grateful. Right. We've had these opportunities, and um, you know, and I'm just excited to see what's going to happen next. And I'm staying open, and I'm and I'm. So just out of curiosity, I mean, I know you're here promoting that movie, but what is happening in the future? What do we got coming? I mean, any any signs of like. 
you know, things slowing down for you, or is it only going to accelerate? Um, well, maybe you don't. I got called for, a, for possibly starting a movie um, early December. I don't know anything about it mm-hmm. yet, uh, and I don't even know if it's going to happen, but that's a possibility. Um, but um, I just did a monster movie uh, and an Eric Roberts monster movie mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So that'll be coming out, I think, sometime. I think it's actually coming out at the end of December. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a small role that they wrote that they wrote in after they had finished principal photography. But but it's a good it's a good little piece. I like it. Um, but mainly, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm like, I guess it's coming back to my dad's son and that kind of uh, his ability with lyrics and and writing songs is that you know I'm really into the writing right I'm yeah. really into the writing I just finished my fourth screenplay which is a thriller and uh, um, I, I wrote a comedy ad- adventure I wrote a drama I wrote a Hallmark love story um, oh cat would so love that I'm really <laughs> Yeah, I'm really focused on that. So right now, the thriller is being uh, is being looked at by some people, and and uh, um, I wrote a script called Manila Meltdown, which takes place in Manila, and it's like a buddy comedy adventure. And that's there's already interest on in that before the pandemic, and things kind of slowed down. So we're going to pick up with that. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, the acting, I'm honored, I'm grateful. If it comes, fantastic. Um, but I am kind of looking to get more into the into the writing and uh, and, and production side. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Kat, any last questions before we let? Uh, it? Well, I, I guess uh, it would just be um, your favorite role of like all the ones that you've played. Uh, what's what's been your favorite? like trying to well it's kind of hard to be deadlock you know <laughs> i don't know if it was my favorite character but you know working opposite bruce willis and patrick muldoon and matthew marsden and i did quite a few scenes with uh you know this was definitely a, a highlight you know highlight for me career-wise and, and and uh and definitely a dream come true you know um so um but I had a lot of fun doing, uh, well, you know, her Dudley Groom and Fast and Furious Death Race were both really, really interesting characters that I got to do a lot with. Um, yeah, I would think, like, playing, um, you know, the Dudley Groom, who's like, you know, a Jekyll Hyde kind of character, that that would be interesting from an acting perspective. Yeah, that was. I mean, I really... Uh, I scared a lot of people in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I scared people that I know in real life. Mm. <laughs> who are you? I said, what are you talking about? You talk to me every day. <laughs> no, no, You're no. You scared that. me in that movie. I don't know. No, no, no. Something ridiculous. God, it's a movie. You know, I had I had one girl break up with me, you know, after she saw the movie. Oh, no. I swear. I'm not kidding. She broke up with me after the movie. Uh, oh my and, I said, goodness. and I was like, it's just a movie. No, I don't know. There's, there's, uh, I, don't know. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he he was so 
that character. Um, yeah. You know, I played him so kind of this romantic, romantic, charming, leading man guy, and then and then just this ruthless killer in these other scenes. So I even had family back in Mississippi going, you know, we didn't like, we didn't. They, were, they were upset. You're a nice guy. You, my mom, when I got the role, my mom says, I don't want you to do that role. You're a nice boy. You're, 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 you're not a psychopath. I don't want you. I said, mom, it's a lead in a movie. Are you crazy? Yeah. You're a nice guy. That's funny. Yeah. Did he so think I think each one of them the character crazy. had been just a complete psychopath, people probably would have looked at it more like acting, but because you were like, you know, romantic, normal guy, and then you, you know, you have yeah. that, that kind of makes people like probably a little bit more leery of you. And, you know, and right. Like, yeah. That's hmm. a good point. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. If I was just, just, just a crazy man. They would have been like, "Oh yeah, that was a, that was a cool character." But yeah, I showed the other side. Yeah, like uh, you hide it, you know. So in real life, they'd be like, "Ah hi." <laughs> He's just hiding that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah, but the thing about Deadlock that was so great is like working with, you know. Working with great actors, it just ele- it elevates your game. Yeah. You know, well, you it just it just elevates your game, and and so. Great cast for sure. Well, I I just appreciate so much you being our guest today, and I, I wish you the best in your songwriting, your writing, you know, all the adventures that you're going to uh, take on from here, but. Um, you know, certainly, like, when you start out in the Playboy Mansion, when your story starts there, <laughs> you know that it's just going to be great. So, uh, uh-huh. Thank I, you. Great stories to come. I like how you let off with that. That was funny. <laughs> That's really so not take us from thought. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, we thank you for your time and uh, look forward to you know what's coming down the pike from you and uh, you know wishing you all success with uh, Deadlock and that you know um, everything that happens with that uh, be out on December 3rd and uh, uh, yeah so um, thanks for coming we really appreciate you being on Fantastic. Thanks. I really appreciate you guys, Matt and Kat. It was uh, great to meet you and uh, speak with you. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on the show. We hope to do it again in the future. See what you're up to. Absolutely. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to Kat at iWritePlays at Outlook.com. Or you can write to me at BackstorySessions at gmail.com or Matt at Level11Ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.